warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the Dude Bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! Man whore, man whore, everybody wants to be a man whore. Man whore, man whore, a man whore on Lala's land. Oh, are we doing that already? Yeah. I forget how we go. We just go. <laughs> we just go by the seat of our pants. I am here tonight for Lala's Land. Lala's Land. La 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 la. Are you guys gonna sing me in? Sure. Okay. La 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 copyright infringement? I think that was copyright. I'm waiting for Gargamel. I can't do Gargamel. I can't either. Got nothing, man. Sharkboy was behind you, like, doing the hand jazz hands up in the sky. It was great. That was your signal to go. Oh, go, I'm go, going. Go, I'm go. going. I'm going. It's all you, Hey, go. listeners. It's been a little bit, but we're back, and we're going to start off with Lala's Land, and I have a guest, a very special guest, a very special friend of mine who I adore. I don't know if you know how much I adore you, but I adore you mm. so much. Really? Mm-hmm. Who is it? It's Mr. Morris's. It is I, Mr. Morris's. Mr. Morris's. Oh. Hello, everybody in Lala's land. Also known as... Jay. Jay. Hi, Jay. Howdy. You're also Jay from the W of the JW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power makers. Yes. Local kink makers. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk some sex? Uh, sure. This Are is we, Lala's yeah, land. Yeah, it is Lala's land. It is kind of expected. Yeah. All right. So, how do you like to have sex? Often. On Often. a bed, on a floor, in the car, outside against a tree. Um, I'm very uh on a traditional. Boat? <laughs> um, weirdest place I've had sex would be at a mortuary. So, the cold table. In a mortuary. Yeah, in the mortuary in the back where they embalm the uh Yes. Interesting. Yeah. New kink unlocked. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Was there a body? No, it was an old girlfriend. She was, uh, she worked back there and, um, well, you know, one thing led to another and it was a uh, (sighs) chilling experience. That is so freaking hot. Sounds so amazing on so many different levels. Try performing. Try performing when it's so freaking cold when your ball sacks hit that cold stainless steel table. (laughs) (laughs) Shrivels up instantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's the strangest place. What's mm-hmm. the most, um, mm. hmm. Have you had, okay. Have you had sex in front of people? You should know this. Lala. <laughs> <laughs> I might've watched you yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Answer your question. Yes. Yes. We have had sex in front of people. But not just me. Mm, no. Multiple times? Other times. Yes. Okay. It's... I'm jealous that it wasn't always in front of me. No. Don't be jealous. Would you consider yourself kinky? Um, very kinky, extremely kinky, or not kinky at all. I'm right, you know, 50-50, maybe 50, 60% kink. Yeah. 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 What's the kinkiest thing you've done? Um, well, currently I'm into um, destroying pussies, I guess, pussy stretching. Um, not. Uh, let me start off with this disclaimer. These are my opinions only, mm-hmm. and, and these are my points of view. Uh-huh. It's a singular point of view. Um, I may not be right. It is my kink. Um, but I am into 
inserting large objects into vaginas. Mm. And I brought some samples here. Well, I'm I'm really curious. Like mm-hmm. I want to know what you're into. I want to I want to dive into that. Can we dive into that? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, in the bag here, in the table, you will see uh, various. I mean, maybe we should get a picture uh, for for the. Uh, yeah, we can definitely. Discord Whoa, server. Definitely. Whoa! Whoa! She almost, she almost dropped the dildo. You're what making me heck? a little nervous yeah. with all these gigantic <laughs> dildos right. around you. So, if you can get a picture of the big one there. Wait, do you want to be in the picture? No, just the hands is fine. Okay. Let me... Okay. Somewhere like out a, there, somebody's going to be like, Freaking I know. Cannon. I know that, those fingers. So, just to give you guys an idea, an average woman's arm from elbow to fingertips? Mm-hmm. Maybe bent fingertips. Yeah. That's how long it is. And the girth is thicker than my arm arm my forearm for those of you that do have a tape measure it is 12 inches long and the circumference is three inches and there is like no like that is bigger than three wait what circumference yeah that's bigger than three inches diameter is three inches probably you're right diameter yeah yeah, that's damn sure bigger than three inches. So so for you listening who aren't on Discord, if you are on Discord, I will be posting these photos. The The head of this thing is as wide as the whole shaft. Like, I, there is no easing it in. It no. is... It One force trauma uh, to your pussy. Well, let's just say that properly stimulated and properly lubricated, ladies can accommodate most anything. I can... I can honestly attest to having seen this be inserted and utilized and inserted all the way. Mm-hmm. All the way. Wow. Right. All the way. Balls to the wall. Fill it was like up. it was like my own private porn that night. You did enjoy right that, in front didn't of, you? I was sitting on the floor. I had I had six inches away from the action. I had, yeah, a really good view of that <laughs> one. <laughs> Damn, I want to go to y'all's parties. This is. Um, Also, um, I have recently started getting into hypnosis and kink. Ooh. Um, Hence, um, we're going to be doing a little something here. I thought maybe I'd, you know, try to hypnotize you. How receptive are you to hypnotize? I'm I'm pretty receptive. Well, I mean, I I avoid the hypnotist at the fair because I got hypnotized at Six Flags Magic Mountain once. Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. So. Would you consent to a small attempt to hypnosis? Yeah, let's let's try it. All right, so I'm going to move these a little bit closer to you. What I got on the table here is I got a nice dildo from uh, Bad Dragon, and I have a candle. Okay. So what we're going to do here, first of all, is it's all about trust, and it's all about your state of mind. So you just need to relax. So all of this, kind of put your arms down, <gasps> relax. Okay. And we're going to associate this positive light with this dildo here. Uh-huh. So you like the light? Uh-huh. Is it restful? Uh-huh. Is it peaceful? Mm-hmm. Can you see it flickering back and forth? Mm-hmm. Do you see the color? Of the flame or the candle? <laughs> the You're candle. making me nervous, Jay. <laughs> no, you need, to, you need to relax. Okay, okay, okay. So close your eyes. Okay, so Picture. I'm looking, wait, the f- color of the flame the or the flame. candle? Okay. We're looking at the flame. All right, uh-huh. And now I need you to look at the dildo. Mm-hmm. You see the color? Yeah. Now look back at the candle. Mm-hmm. You see that flame? Mm-hmm. Now I need you to slowly close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and close them. 
and I picture that candle in your mind. And this is what hypnosis is all about. It's about you relaxing. I need you to drop the weight on your shoulders. There you go. I need you to take some small breaths, shallow breaths, and just picture that flame flickering. You feel comfortable? Mm. Okay. I'm going to count backwards from five. You're getting restful. Your breathing is slowly going up higher. Deeper breaths. There you go. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and stop you guys right now. Okay. No, 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 no. I meant you, the listener, who's sitting there trying to hypnotize their damn selves. Stop it. Snap out of it. All right. Shake your head. Good, good, good. Okay. Now continue listening. Four. You're becoming even more restful. Three. Even more. Two. When you wake up and when you open your eyes... Whenever you hear the word dildo, you will have a good orgasm. Two, once again, you're feeling very restful, very at ease, very comfortable. One. Lala. Mm. Hey. Mm. Hey. Good. You doing good? Yeah. Yeah. It's hot in here. It did it? It's hot in here? That's usually one of those um, things that (sighs) happens. uh, Your heat goes up. You feel because of the suggestion uh-huh. um, and we just uh, suggested a couple of things for you mm. and um, well I just want to present other toys here like this dildo that oh. um, <laughs> this one here that has a bad dragon it looks like mm. the tail if you want to get a shot of that mm. okay right? it's, a, it's a it's a beautiful yeah. white and that's very bluish. What pretty. is that? Turquoise dragon dildo. Hold it up a little bit. <laughs> Tail. Hold it up a little bit. Hold it up. Uh-huh. Hold, hold it up. Yeah, like. Is this dildo too big? <laughs> Lala, what's going on? Nothing. Okay. Just please She's share so with giggly us. Okay? Now. And then, of course, the one that you focused on, this other dildo, <laughs> was um. <laughs> Another, what's going on, Lala? You're so red. Oh my God. <laughs> what's going on, Lala? It's so hot in here. Really? Is that what's going on? Please Should we be open honest. the window? Oh, no, it really is hot. Is, is nobody it hot? else hot? No, nobody else is hot. Really? No. Seriously? My hands Seriously. are freezing right I mean, now. It's cold oh in here. Oh my God. I got to take these earmuffs off. Yeah. Mm. So um, take a picture of this dildo. <laughs> She can't function, guys. I wish you guys could see this. She cannot function. And she is bright red. This is another dildo that was bought from uh, hey, Bad Dragon. Hey. Uh-huh. Let's talk about let's talk about something else. Sure. So let's not talk about pussy stretching anymore. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about pussy stretching. Tell me what that entails. That's a lot. Uh, use of um, large objects, primarily dildos. <laughs> and um, Lala, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, just for you guys out there, she's like squirming around in her mm-hmm. chairs uncomfor- uncontrollably. Okay. So, about the pussy stretching. Yeah. How did I um, come up with this? Yeah, what, like, what led you to it? What started it? Uh, honestly, um, a couple of pages on FetLife kind of turned me on to it. 
and then always just having this fascination in my head of what I call reverse birth. So I would want to eventually stretch someone out slowly, of course, so much where I can stick my head back in the pussy and have a reverse birth, go back into the vagina. How's that? How far back do you want to go? As far as I can get back there to be able to open my mouth, stick my tongue out and lick the G-spot from the inside. So, sorry. I'm sorry. This is is Lala's land. My bad. Sorry. So, would you consider this vor almost to a point? Do you know what vor is? No. Educate me. Where you want to be engulfed? Ooh. I, th- I thought that, and I right? could be wrong, I thought that vor is specifically being engulfed through the mouth mm-hmm. and oh. then being inside the, the stomach. But I might be wrong. I don't know a lot about it, to be fair. It's being devoured. I yeah, I, I think it's being devoured, but oh. I'm not entirely sure. You know what resonated? I read, I had the uh, book from uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? Um, the Green Lights. And he has a chapter in there where he is also enveloped with by um, pythons and floating down the river. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got the same feeling about that. It's just like that warmth, that comfortness, that relaxation. Um, and somehow it just came through to wrecking pussies. And how many pussies have you wrecked? Mm, just one. Just one, the one that I witnessed. Yes. Is, is that as wrecked? As How big is, um, how big was that other toy that you put inside her um it, it i don't know can you measure that um if i have a measuring tape that, uh, <laughs> yeah it's about i would say about that big four inches yeah about four inches four inches in diameter yeah four inches in diameter it looked bigger than that mm, yeah it's shorter than that one that you brought to me definitely what is that this is a uh i think it's called a doc johnson Oh, but wow, it's got the sense. it's got the um, hole in the back where you can actually put the attachment to put it onto a, a reciprocating saw or a oh. fuck machine oh. and really go to work. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah. I anyway, want some of those that are harness compatible. That sounds like that's fun. A lot, you might, that's a lot of weight. That is a lot of weight. But I've seen like harnesses that are like brief style. They're supposed to kind of give you a little more, a little more leverage. I think that mm-hmm. would be really hard to manage. It's really hard. It's a really hard dildo, by the way. <laughs> really hard <sighs> yeah any hoot so what, what about sorry i have to ask a question Go ahead. um what about foreign objects that are not meant to be inserted is that something that <coughs> as piques long your interest? As, yeah as long as it's safe for the purpose that you're using it right. yeah as long as it's safe okay. and it's not going to break or scratch or do Get any stuck, damage cause yeah. a vacuum any Anything of those like things that, yeah Bottles mm-hmm. are bad, kids. Just anything stretching out the vagina. That's that's the. Are you interested in those tools that women have to go through? The salad tongs that kind of open you up. Mm-hmm. The speculums. Thank speculums, you. Speculums, yeah. Yeah, you're interested in those. I think those are a little small though. I want to go bigger. Yeah, they're pretty small. Yeah. They are. I mean, you're only so stretching up this much just to oh, be able to get a Oh, it doesn't look sample. like it. Doesn't feel like it. Doesn't it. feel like it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Does fair. not feel like it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's what I'm into, and that's All right. the kinkiest place I've had, you know, how many? One, two, shared three different dildos with, <laughs> uh, or actually four. The one kind of the 
when I gifted you, but a little different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, remember, um, listeners, when I opened the tentacle toy, that was from my friend Jay over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still haven't Secret used admirer. it. I apologize, but Aww. I haven't seen my sir, so... But we're, we sir, will. get after it. That's right, mm-hmm. Bradler. Do your yes. job, man. I mean, if get you it. need someone to to tag in to use it on you, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm right. I'm right here. I just want to be a fly on the wall when that happens. <laughs> I mean, we're all here right now. Yeah, I mean, you got, <laughs> it's in Modi. He has, he has some tentacles it, right there. <laughs> but was it was it a dildo I bought you? Stop! I can't right now. <laughs> Okay, Lala, let's, um, we're going to have to, after the show, we'll, we'll neutralize you. (sighs) Stop. All right. So right now, I think that was a good, that was really fun for Lala's Land. Um, but now we're going to jump into Gotham Press Podcast. Do, 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 right now. (laughs) From Bakersfield to To Mount Olympus. Olympus. We all talk naughty business. (sighs) Sexual boredom. To Something. increase your whoredom? Something. Kinky Yoda? Cool if you're new or a kinky Yoda. Gotham. Press podcast. podcast. The nerdy shit. Your parents warned you about. You can see no. how often y'all actually listen. Hey, welcome back, Gothamites, <laughs> to the Gotham Press Podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Because we don't know the words all the way. <laughs> all the way? We all did. the way. What do you mean all, all the, the way? way. We you know, like, two words. What? It, it, it sounds reverberatory. Reverberatory? Reverberi? Is it these? Um, it's probably these. Probably. It's probably those. Are you I'm not catching it? that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't hear it. Um, yeah, it's these. I can't do it. Okay. You can't well, do it. Fine. All right. So, anyway, this is one of your hosts, Anemic Princess. Today, I am joined by my co host, Micromanager Lala. Hello. I am also joined by my other co host, Thief of Dreams. Hello there. And today, <laughs> Thief, you have such a sexy voice. Thank you. So I've been working sexy. on it for the last 20 seconds or so. <laughs> Thought you were going to say 20 years. <laughs> 20 years. It changes every 20 years. We are joined today by a very special guest and a previous guest on mm-hmm. uh, previous episodes, I believe, too. At least pre me and Thief. Was it pre you, Lala? Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're here with. All new hosts this time, so you're, I don't know, you're you are a real OG. You've been here longer than it's we have. It's been a while. Yeah. He's the oldest so. member at the table <laughs> of the know. podcast group. I'm yeah. older than you. No. He's no, older of group. the podcast, like who's been on the podcast from way back. Oh, yeah, it yeah. would be you. Yeah. It's okay. Anyhow, this is uh, Mr. Morsis, or as we like to call him, Jay, Jay. also known as Jay of JW Paddles. Mm-hmm. I've heard his partners refer to him as other names as well. That's right. Lover boy. No, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spill the beans. Steve. Nope, nope, Spill the nope. Beans. Can't do it. Secrets got to stay secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust can't be broken. Well, mm. it might have started with the letter A. Mm. Awesome. E. No, that's Captain. <laughs> hey, where is Captain? <laughs> He's at work. Good. He's working. Making the money. Yeah. Lame. Well, before we get started on some of our questions that we have today for Jay. Um, we'd like to go ahead and thank our supporters over on Patreon. Uh, again, for just $1 a month, you can help the podcast thrive. $5 a month, get early access to episodes. And for 
we will write an erotica centered around you and read it on the podcast, of which we've already had two takers. Mm-hmm. So we are currently working on those. The- <laughs> wow, Did you guys hear that mouse? <laughs> yeah, there's a little Damn. mouse scurried by. <laughs> We are working on those eroticas for you two right now, and uh, hopefully you'll be hearing it on a podcast soon. You want to know where it can be found? Go ahead and take a look in the show notes. Show notes. Lala's very sparkly, too. I see sparkles on her. So, Do hey, I have glitter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put these dildos away. <laughs> Wait, I want to touch them. I want that one between my legs. Okay. It's a big Oh, my God. It's hev- it feels big funny. Boy. It's heavy duty. Wait, I want to touch it too. Holy macanolis. <laughs> That's a nice dildo. Oh, isn't it? man. It'd give you a workout more than I don't it. think that would go in. Ooh, I could use, yeah, like, that's a weight right there. I like ones that are, so this is soft on the outside, but, like, really stiff on the inside. And mm-hmm. I like yeah. that for usually when I'm, like, you know, if I'm using I it want... in a harness, these are, like, the best pegging dildos oh, is when yeah. they have a lot more structure to them. Because I feel like other dildos are just too floppy. And mm-hmm. so they just kind of flop out of them. So, so, listeners, I have to take a picture of Anemic with her fingernails and mm-hmm. this giant That's so toy. Sexy. Can you? Do you want to be in the picture? I don't care. Okay. Because they're so sharp. And let me try something different. Let me do. <laughs> oh, wow. There you wow. go. Ooh. Okay, wait. One, two, three. You close your, you eyes. Close your eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I got it. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right. Because her, her nails are long and sharp like razor blades. Sexy, sexy mm-hmm. nails. I have people who I play with who like to be scratched. So it was a little something different this time. You have people that you do a podcast with that like to be scratched. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is that? Myself, for one. If I were wearing fishnets, I'd let you rip them. Would you really? I would let her rip them. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. I would get a pair of fishnets specifically that's... so you can rip them. Okay. Well, you can. And I'll even them. I'll give you scratches. But you she do it. has <gasps> claws to scratch to rip them with. That's true. Is there metal in this thing? Like a metal spring? Mm. It is. It's real bouncy. Like when you, it's heavy. It has it a lot has, of structure to it's it. It's got some oof to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's... you can get beat with that and be like, that's like a good Heck little massage. Yeah. Like we keep that at the nightstand, so it's between that and the forty cal. So you know you get either. <laughs> Somebody comes in, you either grab this thing and knock him on the head or grab the 40 cal and shoot him. Like, can't go wrong. Nice. Nice. Well, since we've talked a lot about pussy torture, mm-hmm. I would like to move we on. We haven't. So you're just, huh? We haven't. We have well. That's right. Yeah, that was that was weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, that was on Lala. That was Lala. months ago. Yeah, crazy. Wait, we pre-record all those La La Lands yeah, like yeah. way now, in advance. Now they're gonna think that you've been holding out. On La La Land episodes. Hmm. So. Hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Well, some of the things that uh, Jay is definitely known for now, besides pussy torture, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, uh, stainless steel in the balls. Remember that? What? Stainless steel on the balls. You guys did Stainless it? steel on the balls. They've already forgot about the mortuary. They forgot about the mortuary. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Yes, and, and and dragging his balls on really cool pieces of steel around mm-hmm. dead bodies. Um, there was who? no dead bodies. There was no dead bodies. Okay. That's illegal. I'm not going to... No, uh, no, so no, you no. won't admit to it. That's Technically, fine. it was illegal for you to be there if you mm. weren't a mortician. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Other things that, of course, he's known for is paddles. Mm-hmm. But today, we're going to talk about something else that, I mean, if you know him, you definitely know he's into this, which is rope. 
Rope. I've come a long way. Mm. Long way. Many years. Big, big rope guy. Um, and I know that we were we were talking the other day. You were telling me about a really neat thing you're currently doing uh, in your in your journey of learning everything that has to do with rope. Would you mind telling us about that? Um, I was talking to my wife, uh, posh girl, and um, I told her uh, in, in these words, I said, babe, if I'm going to do this rope, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to really fuck this thing. Mm-hmm. And she said, go for it. She supported me. So the idea that I expressed to people is... I would eventually like to see Sensei Asada or another Sensei that's got lots of knowledge come down to Bakersfield and teach. Mm. And then how do you do that? Well, you got to open up a dojo or a you know a dojo educational uh, tax write off five hundred one three C, and then have people join to learn, keep it educational, and then um, once a year either go test in Japan at his dojo or fly him out to stay with us and test the community here okay um there is uh it's, i guess it's like karate like taekwondo like jiu-jitsu like the different rankings you know it's the white belt the brown belt or, you know, i don't know the mm-hmm. rankings um but um i am currently taking courses uh online and you work through them and then you go test in Japan. So my goal for next year will be um, 2022, maybe October 2022 is heading over to Japan and testing in front of Sensei. Oh, wow. So about, if you don't mind sharing, about how far in those courses are you currently? Um, the first four courses are your introductory introduction courses. Uh-huh. Um, just so you guys get a feel of it, they're about four hours online with the sensei, and he breaks it down to about 10 people at a time. Um, the first four hours are just on breaking seiza. What I don't is know that? what that is. Uh, breaking seiza. Uh, seiza is um, traditionally how people sit in Japan. And mm-hmm. when you're facing your partner, you stand at a 45 degree from them, and your partner sits in seiza. Um, you could look it up for uh, Google for pictures, but basically, um, hands in on your lap, mm-hmm. knees bent, um, feet under the butt. You know, traditional sitting like if you're in Japan having uh, dinner, you mm-hmm. know. And then the action of actually moving the model towards you, where the butt goes from the heels to the ground, so it, it kind of. They're sitting like this, mm-hmm. and then when you break seizas, you either pull them or push them away from you, and their butt goes this way or their butt goes that way, where you're actually able to now manipulate them and ask them, or I don't want to say the word request, but guide them mm-hmm. to where you need the model to go so that you can um, you can work with her or him. Okay, so is it kind of like teaching you how to maneuver the model? Um, but it, typically, they, you start in that position, but then you learn how to move them where you need them to go? Yes. Um, okay. It's basically the start or the A of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, it's a lot of tradition, a lot of history, a lot of um, yeah, history on why. And then, uh, God, it's so much has changed since the beginning. It was like, for me, the beginning was all about the shibari, all about the perfect rope, all mm-hmm. about, you know, layering it and... and making it look good oh boy was i wrong like this new theory the the way he instructs it's more about the model than it is about the rigor 
So the experience, other than the the presentation, it's yeah. No longer am I. Um, that vision of this has to be perfect is, is gone out the window. This is all about the connection. Okay. The, um, he talks about spirituality and, and the way your energy goes through the rope, touches the model, and then um, how that energy comes back. So the rope is actually just like a medium to bring you guys together. So it's more about the experience more so than the end result is because that be something the way that you can phrase it or yeah. okay yes. or the experience is the desired result oh like yeah yeah as opposed to having um, a cool picture taking of you hanging mm-hmm. upside down or something yeah yeah i feel like though you've always been more about the experience yes than yes. the romanticism of it and the connection that you make with your partner that you're tying correct <laughs> um about two years ago, I took another class in L.A., uh, you know, shameless plug, uh, uh, L.A. Dojo, RopeDojo.com. Um, and that sensei there said he would never tie with anybody other than his partners, even in practice. So he, he was sitting there. He would instruct, but he would not touch rope. Um, and the reason is, uh, it's, again, about this energy that I'm mm-hmm. still trying to understand. He says that energy is reserved for just my partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm still trying to find that end. I've come close to it when I when I'm when I've tied with my wife. Um, you put the blindfold on and everybody just fades out. You know you have a full dungeon and everybody's watching, but that certain point where all the focus is on her, yeah, everything just fades out. You don't even hear people whispering anymore. There's this like um, hue surrounding the local area where you're at. Mm-hmm. Everything else is black. And and I pushed myself where I blindfolded myself as well. And just remembering where I had pre-left the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Six o'clock, four o'clock, three o'clock. And I reached over and they were right there without having to like tap, like look for it. You know, right. like it was just you reach over and you remember and you grab that bite and it just flows perfectly. Tell the listeners mm. what a bite is because not everyone knows what a bite is. I am a bite, Mr. Morses. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but tell the listeners what a bite a of bite? rope is. A bite of rope is um, anytime you twist the rope back on itself, so like making a loop, you take one end to the other, and where it loops like that is a bite. Right, okay. You can't do that because the listeners can't see what you're doing. Um, um, so basically, if you were to fold the rope in half and where it curves and does a U-turn. Yeah, just the U-turn. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the middle. It okay. can be anywhere on the rope where you do a... 180 degree turn. Okay. Oh, yeah. I learned something new. I always thought it was just the middle of the rope. Yeah. You said something interesting just then sure. about how everybody in the dungeon would watch your wife being tied. Mm-hmm. She's sexy, isn't she? She's very sexy. Mm-hmm. But do you not realize that they're watching you as well? Like they're watching that interchange between the two of you, mm-hmm. the, the slight grin at your lips when you like twist a bar to tighten a rope like the, the just the little things that are happening between the two of you so it's not just about like who's getting tied like it's not just about the rope or where exactly the rope is at or anything it, it's it's all about watching the interaction between you two and that's mm-hmm. that was one of the 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 biggest biggest isn't a word what word was i going for but it was a, it was a very interesting and 
encouraging thing to see. Like it yeah. was, it made you want to get involved to be like, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. Like I'm, I, I know it'd be cool to tie people in harnesses and take pictures, but I want that experience of, of having somebody that you can almost mesmerize with the, your own touch plus the rope and mm-hmm. kind of transport to somewhere else. Like, so their their brain just goes somewhere other than their current location, I mm-hmm. guess. It's uh, emotional. Emotion. I, that, I was going to say, emotion. something else I wanted to add to that is, like, I had, so before I had um, joined the community, I had had, like, an interest in rope. But it was purely just, like, that, oh, this looks really cool and it's kind of kinky or whatever, right? So I had, like, tried some at home or whatever. But my intent of anything experiencing rope was always to bottom for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that changed when I went to my first tasting and you showed me some rope and you had tied me up some. That changed my mind and I was like, I kind of want to try topping for this mm-hmm. too. <laughs> because even like, and you know, admittedly part of it's because it was a tasting. So it was a little bit of like a different energy and it was very, you know, instructional you explain to me why you're doing things in certain ways and it like made me kind of realize i was like this would be kind of cool to do to other people mm-hmm. so Definitely. i was so i don't know just being able to have that experience with you and then watching you with your partner has been just a really great experience because i see it from both sides and i'm like this just looks awesome to have that sort of energy exchange with another person yeah yes that's uh it's a, uh, like I said, I've, I've come a long way and um, my original thoughts back then was, you know, the perfect lane, the perfect length. And now it's more about connection. It's about that feeling of when the model tells you it was awesome or it was great or when they, when they leave saying, I would love to do that again, mm-hmm. then I've done my job. But let's also be clear that you're not talking about you've traded perfection in rope lane for half-heartedly kind of looping it around like it's that that's still there for you like you're even if it's not your your focus main focus like your your fundamentals your desire for that perfect encounter so you know then is gonna kind of make it so that the the ropes that you're laying are probably fairly nice with repetition and with practice yeah um everything kind of lines out um lots of practice um but it's not about the rope anymore it's about the connection that that tool the rope is an extension of Mm. say when i'm gonna hug the model Mm -hmm. and i use that rope i take the rope from my right hand uh um she's facing away from me so she's got her back to my chest and I take that rope and I wrap it around the front of her and I, I use that to, to be an extension of my arm. Then I bring my left hand over towards the front and, and grab the rope and then pull that rope across her chest and use that, that friction to pull her closer to you. It's about using the tool as an extension of mm. your arms, an extension of your fingers um, so that you're able to get more power and more force and and scoop her bring her closer to you mm-hmm. almost like you're trying to envelop her 
Yes. It's a lot more sensual. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. and um, No, it makes sense. It, it, it does it make absolutely sense. absolutely makes sense. I just think that because I never really thought of rope in that way, especially like, you know, when you see people using rope and in the dungeon you're just like oh this is cool this is sexy look how cool this rope looks and you know that's usually what you're looking at i guess you Mm -hmm. don't ever really think about the just the experience with the top in that regard yeah and it's cool it's hopefully someday soon we will be able to all get together and start classes again and and Mm. not to say that i'm going to teach but i would like to share my experience of what i've learned um, for the past two years and, and the journey that, you know, I've, I'm, I'm taking, I'm currently undergoing, um, and just share that. And if people pick it up and they like it, great. And if they don't, then at least they experienced it. They tried it and they moved forward. True. Mm-hmm. I know there's, there's, I started to say there's a lot of people that want to learn rope here, but I don't know if that's an accurate statement. It seems like there's a handful or more of people local who would, they would love to learn like and to learn properly and mm-hmm. like we're with it like you're saying it being something more than just how many you know where, where do i gotta okay it goes under your arm here it goes across okay hand me that one over there you know just kind of like more than designs. just the technicality yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i think that i think a lot of people here have interest in rope but maybe are daunted by the idea of it yeah. Scared but of I mean, going in blind or, you know. Also. Not having an easy, like, because, you know, to be honest, if we wanted, if someone has enough interest in rope, then they could go to a course at, you know, any dojo that could be neighboring. They go to L.A. I think there's, and then there's one like in Slow somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know that they were, that they were doing courses there. But a lot of people, like, the interest isn't quite that big enough, so it's not easily available to them. So they may not want to go for it. But I think that if it were made available, then people can really find a deep interest and deep meaning in it. They just have to almost be like exposed to it. And it also comes down to like their, you know, their tastings and, and their first time experiences with it. If they have a positive experience, they're going to dig deeper. Back. Yeah, they're going to do their research and homework and educate themselves. There's Absolutely. also a lot of different types of rope tying. Mm. Definitely. Mm. A lot of different like. When you go to a tasting, if Jay and Lord Rooster are tying together, you there's a huge difference. They tie completely differently. They, mo- they are both doing shibari, <laughs> but Jay is more sensual, connecting with the partner, quiet, peaceful, where Lord Rooster is, he wants the brats. He wants a playful person that's mm-hmm. going to try to get out of those knots. That Predicament. Wants, mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes to play with the partner, be a little bit rough, mm-hmm. where... You you know, so when I'm at the tasting and people come up and they're like, oh, I want to get tied and I don't know who to go to, I'll ask them, do you want a calm, peaceful tie or do you want to be played with? Do you want a, mm-hmm. a fun, silly, rough housing type situation? I started to say that Jay was the lover and Rooster was the hunter, but then I realized <laughs> I've seen Jay... Oh, be a hunter as mm-hmm. well. You'd be pretty vicious. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> as long as while it's being intimately, you know, while mm-hmm. while being intimate about it, like so, it was it was a very very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, and to not watch. to say that Lord Rooster can't be that sensual, calm, right. tire because we've had many experiences that way. But that's you guys. That's partners. That's, us. that's, that's true. Not yeah. going to be just anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but then there's like there's Western 
tie, which is who cares what the rope knots look like? Who cares where the rope kind of looks like a really unorganized spider web. Um, But the shibari (laughs) is all about the lane and the perfect patterns and the knots. Symmetry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfection. Um, And then there's another one. And I'm, my brain is a little bit foggy. Mm. Do you know the other one? There's, I think there's three different types. I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Just a little nervous, sorry. It'll come to me like at 3 a.m. in the morning. Be like, oh, that's the <laughs> that's one Lala said. That's what she was said. talking yeah. about. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Are there any like specific knots that somebody should learn if they wanted to get into rope? Yeah. Um, it's all about safety with rope. Okay. It's all about backing your knots up, backing your lays out. Um, because what you don't want to do is tie something that slips and then it ends up Restricting blood flow or con- con- constricting. Oh. Um, and then, of course, you want to make sure that you, if if you're going to tie around the neck, that you are, that you know what you're doing. Um, stay away from those areas. Stay away from uh, the clusters of nerve endings that come up close to the surface. Um, primarily, it's in the lower part of your shoulder, um, in between your, where, I guess, where the bone and the nerves come closer, which would be like in your um, knees, in the back of the knee areas. Mm-hmm. Um, even your ankles do have some um, nerve endings up there. Um, you, you just don't want to constrict those nerves and, and cause nerve damage. I've I've heard of people playing and suspending for a long time, not communicating. Um, when, when something feels numb, it's, it's time to speak as, as, a, as a bottom. It's time to say, hey, this is not comfortable and, and let your rigor know because you don't want to break your toys. You want to play with them later on. True. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a quick question. When you started with your sensei, mm-hmm. did he take you on as you already know stuff or are you in his eyes a beginner and don't know I am diddly squat in his eyes I am a beginner uh-huh. um, we are still breaking Seiza okay very fundamental fundamentals we haven't even touched the rope yet we haven't even talked about the rope yet okay wow yeah it's about protocol it's about tradition right yeah tradition yeah. protocol okay. history okay. do they have a preference for like what type of rope you use um, do I have a preference do they like um, traditionally he does the, the, um, the jute or the hemp. Ah. Yeah. Um, just different type of plant-based material, um, natural material. So you um, couldn't show up with the synthetic from, from Walmart and be you, like. I mean, you could, but it's like showing up to a karate class with a, I don't know, something jujitsu. I, I, it's pajamas. Right. Pajamas or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, you got to show up with the right tool for, for that class. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So what I did do is um, I did bring three different kinds of ropes. Uh, my beginning journey here. Uh, this first rope I bought off of Amazon because you know how they make shit look really, really cool in Amazon. And it has these <laughs> um, ends on them mm-hmm. that are held down by a little Allen key thing here. And so they look really, really nice. It looks really pretty. It looks awesome. They're like little metal aglets. Yep. Yeah. Um, I bought it. I thought, my God, this is awesome rope. Mm, this is shit rope don't buy this this is uh too thick for Uh for for light for playing with it um this is my practice rope i just this is the one that if you practice with me i will hand you and because you can't mess this up it's a dime a dozen it's cheap um i'll pass that around so you guys can look at it so that'd be like eight millimeter or ten millimeter rope yeah 
That's uh, 10, I do believe. Uh. So those mm-hmm. ends would be really uncomfortable if they got caught under a knot. Or yeah. even just or while just you're got whipped like, with one. Yeah, you're just pulling a knot out and uh-huh. then like whips whack, around. Whack smack. you in your head. Yep. I've had that happen. Right not wax, with the metal, though. <laughs> wax you in the eyeball. Yeah. The second one is intermediate rope. This one is just intermediate. I mean, it does cost a little more, but you guys can see the ends here are just knotted down to keep them from flaying open. Um, I like this rope. It's not my favorite rope. My favorite rope is coming up. This was my intermediate rope. I played with this a lot. Um, you guys will see the diameter change and the feel of it. So keep it's a that, lot keep that one. Uh, keep that one, and when it comes around, feel the difference between that and that. And then um, the conditioning um, of the rope is also crucial. All of these have been conditioned, so that one's really soft. Um, thief because it's it's the fabric is broken up so much really cheap right compared so this to this one's a lot oh, well not a lot but like considerably like stiffer relative right. to that one yeah right that they've all been conditioned the same they've been treated the same washed the same but that one is holding up more so if i'm going to be suspending which one would you want to suspend with that one or the one that's stiffer the one that's holding up after conditioning I would imagine it would be the stronger one because the knots aren't going to keep on getting tighter and tighter, right? Correct. And it's also the the microscopically conditioning. When you guys put conditioner in your washer machine, what it's doing is it's actually breaking the fabrics down. Mm-hmm. And it's that's what makes it softer. So the fabrics are broken there. Lots of strands have been broken on this rope mm-hmm. where that one is still holding its integrity. It's more integrity. And if you're going to hang somebody... You want something with its integrity. Yeah. But even though, like you were saying, that the the cheaper one was softer to the touch, it is. But the other one isn't not soft. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. soft. It's just mm-hmm. stiff. It's, it's just sturdier. Yeah. Sturdier. Sturdier. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like stiff's going to give the wrong idea of it. It right. definitely it feels sturdier. It feels more earthy. Yeah. Right? I feel like, yeah. The other one feels um, like clothing. Yes. Really. But the other one feels more earthy and fibrous, but not mm-hmm. not pokey or uncomfortable. Yeah, not bitey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the third contestant here, he this one is uh, purchased from Japan. So it, it's definitely my favorite. Um, this is the Cadillac. It's, it's about, it's a little pricey, but it's hand selected for you and um, cut to your length. Mm-hmm. And then the sensei actually... Um, works the ends. Um, if you can see this, it's knotted with, it's knotted on the end, but it is also held back, retained by this smaller stuff. This it's small called stuff, whipping, and it's properly, yeah, it's whipped. 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 So what Lord Rooster whips his own rope. What are the things with his on the colors? Ends? It's just it can be string, uh, string, so like cotton string or even. It's like a binder. It binds okay. it like a corset, but. Not a corset, obviously. Okay. And it can be sewed in. Because it'll so fray it and fray out. and fray. Yeah. It'll fray all the way up. So this keeps it. It's like extra security to try to keep it all together, the ends yeah. together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and like if you're ordering from certain websites, you can order it to be whipped. That smells like an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Really? Like a dildo? It m- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That she just turned so red. What's going on, Lala? <laughs> me so turned on that smell, that rope it, smell. Or was it oh my dildo over here? <laughs> Stop. 
Um, so, um, someone had asked the whipping of the ends of the rope. Can you do it yourself? Absolutely. Yes, you can. There are videos on YouTube on how to do it. That way you can do your own colors. Like I mentioned, Lord Rooster did his own in red and black because those are his colors. And you can find videos on whipping from like weird places like cowboy YouTube channels. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Because they have, have their lassos. Yeah. So right? it's not just a, a kink thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you mentioned conditioning the rope. Now I know a little bit about that because of course Lord Rooster mm-hmm. conditioned all of his rope. Um, but I just noticed on your little table over here that you have a little container of conditioner. Conditioner. Yeah. Now is that the beeswax? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a combination of beeswax, uh, essential oils, or um, what is it? I, I don't know if I want to mispronounce it. Jojoba, 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 jojoba. It's J O J O, but I think yeah. it's pronounced jojoba. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or jojoba, jojoba is what it looks like. I, or jojoba. I, I have um, <laughs> leather conditioner that has a lot of that same stuff in yeah. it, actually. Yeah. So if you have, if you need like all if you want all natural uh, leather conditioner, Ingredient. it's also good for your for your skin. Like. Yeah. Right. For your own skin. And I think you've hit it right there, Lala. Is um, condition it, and then also right before you go on in a scene or before you work with the rope, like put a little bit on your cuticles and where your uh, index fingers and your thumbs. Mm-hmm. Because that's primarily where the rope works your hands. And oh, then so it it's going it? to suck. While the rope, what the hemp does is it pulls oils from your hand. Oh. So it dries. It dries your hand. So by conditioning your hands, by pre- not only are you conditioning your rope, but you're preventing the, um, what are these called when you cut Calluses. your, cut your oh, cuticles? cuticles. And mm-hmm. oh. so like it's tiny Hangtail? little. Hangtail? Hangnail? Yeah. No, it's like your cuticles right above the nail. And it's yeah. this little cut that just, oh, oh my God, they're so, so bad. painful, right? Yeah. So it prevents that. Like and a little paper cut, Conditions right? your the little splits. Well. Mm-hmm. I got them last time I got my nails done. The oh. lady got me just a little bit. And I was, yeah. <laughs> and it's for days. It's just such a little, tiny mm. little thing on your hand. Here, have some days. lemons. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my thumb working on floggers mm-hmm. on a circular cutter. Mm-hmm. I just like barely touched my hand to it and it just like it like shocked like a like a little shock like tzz. and I, I was like what the fuck and then I looked down and I was like it's not even bleeding yet but it was coming it just took it a minute but it's it was such like, a sensitive little spot mm-hmm. that you wouldn't even think about it like I said I was like for days that little part of my finger hurt and it was just so mm-hmm. agitating because mm-hmm. it's you such can, thin skin if you put a, ru- or a rubber band if you put a band-aid on it it'll help yeah, or you, I didn't want to mess up anything else. <laughs> well, I know. I'm just saying, just around it, so that yeah, you don't so it covers. Keep, yeah, keep tearing at it. Or you can just simply ask me for a little bit of this conditioner. I usually make lots of it and have it for myself, but like if I make one bottle, I'll make ten. Mm-hmm. It's in my bag. All you got to do is ask, and you can have some if you need it. It's fairly inexpensive cool. to make. So going back to rope, that'd be a cool class too. Yeah. 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 So many good classes that we could have. Mm-hmm. Do like a toy care class. Um, the different thicknesses of your ropes. Now, the last two were kind of pretty similar. Six millimeter. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you, have you used synthetic rope? Have you used the hairy, sharp rope? I can't think of what it's called. Coconut, Coconut rope. Coke, uh, the mean rope. <laughs> the mean rope. That's what I call it. Have you used that? <laughs> Did yeah. you have to wear gloves for that? I would think um, I would no. want to wear gloves. For I should have, yes. Did you get um, splinters? Tear you up? It, it 
like I yeah, like I just explained the rope, but this one is actually like little miniature um, thorns, I would say. Uh -huh. And every time you're working with the model and you got to reach across and pull like your skin starts it's like sandpaper it just starts Oof. coming off so you didn't enjoy it um yeah of course i did oh you she did was beautiful yes yes did your model enjoy it i would say yes okay yeah. was it your wife yes i'm gonna ask her <laughs> did your hands enjoy it i feel like it's probably the better question my hands did not enjoy it uh -huh. but <laughs> the experience i did enjoy okay um but you, would you suggest that for people who are beginning? Mm, for people who are beginning, I would say find your way because uh, yeah. your way is not my way. Um, and it could depend on what they're looking for, what they're mm -hmm. hoping to get out of it. If yeah. they want that painful kind of mm -hmm. forbidden bondage. Okay. And some people like synthetic. They, they like the feel of it. Myself, I'm a, you know, I'm traditional. I, I, I love the jute and the hemp. I, I just think it looks sexy. I love the way it feels. I love the way it smells. Um, and I love working with it. So my way is not your way. We just have to find our way. What's your take on cotton? Um, it would be my backup if, if I was to want something softer that's not that rigid. Yeah. You know, because it does bend a lot. It's a lot more... Uh, more delicate. More softer, right? Mm-hmm. But those knots get so tight mm -hmm. with well, cotton, at yeah. least the, with the ones the ones that I have. Yeah, it's a lot it of. It makes give. sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I bought some cotton and did it mostly for sensation play over actual tying. Yeah, so I, like I did if, mine just to look pretty. Like yeah, <laughs> just if somebody exactly if somebody just wanted to like experience it and just kind of want all the the happy little moments of it without any of the the actual earning it kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Any other questions, Lala? Um, can you have sex with someone who is bound? Oh, well, I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> you want to give it a shot? Hmm. Of course you can have sex. You only sex have three skeins. That's not enough for me. Oh, goodness. I've got no, a whole bag more. in I've there got, he can borrow. Yeah, I've got plenty in your bag. bag. Um, well, like, so what are sa any safety guidelines that we would have to, we, we would have to talk about before you tied me up and fucked me? Oh, nice. I said well, a bad word. No, you, oh, you did. That was crazy. Just, not only did you say it, but wow. you like reached out with a hand to like yeah. inv invitingly. That is the second time Ooh. I have ever heard you say a bad word ever. And my mind is blown right now. She's a dirty It surprised girl. me too. Did you see me look at you? I did. I loved it, Lala. <laughs> You're bringing out naughty in me. That's good. Um, okay. No, seriously. Are there any safety precautions or things that we should know before getting tied up and being used? And yes, of course. <laughs> uh, just like with anything, any toys, um, once you lick them, spit them, get any kind of bodily fluid on it, it's yours. So rope is very porous. It's gonna. You can't wash this. You, even if you dump it in a vat of whatever, that rope just became yours. So we're gonna play with your girly parts, and that that's gonna slide in there or get some kind of you know moisture or you know juices or anything down there. Mm -hmm. um, it just became your rope. You will bag that up, put it in a paper bag, and take it with you. And then will they need to cash app you the amount that it cost because. <laughs> 
So we're not, not going to be cheap. using that Japanese rope. Right. <laughs> it, it would all depend. Lala, I would definitely, definitely tie her up with that Japanese expensive stuff. Listen, mm-hmm. um, I have my own expensive Japanese rope bag. Oh, you don't want to add more to your collection? <laughs> tie you up in one of those spider webs and just is... take advantage of you. Okay. Well, gosh, you guys are making me blush. <laughs> Not you fun. guys. He is. Mm. So this is a very blushy blush. episode Golly. for you. <sighs> what is, what would your be position be like if you tied tied if you tied me up? Mm-hmm. Is is your wifey gonna get upset that we're talking so dirty? But oh, if you God, were you and her have done worse things. Come on, Lala. <laughs> I don't remember it. Exactly. So. <laughs> So if you were to tie me up, how would you want to have sex? Like, what would be the position? I wouldn't want to have sex. Not to be mean. Like, I, I wouldn't have sex with you just yet. I would work you. He would want to torment me. I would toy you. I toy. Would, I would slow down. Like, sex is, like, way out there. No, like, I'm just asking because that's a question mm-hmm. about you know, getting tied up and having sex. So is that something that you do? Is that something that you like? And if so, what would the position be? Not necessarily me then. Let's go well, off let's of that. Well, let's be real clear that none of us put anything about position on there. That's Mm-mm. totally on your head right yep. now. Right. Well, it kind of went All with in your it. Fantasy. So I'm being I know. Curious. You're just saying. You're, <laughs> you're throwing that out there like, <laughs> yeah. where do you want that me? That is not on the notes. Yeah. <laughs> this is Lala. Mm-hmm. Put me in my place, please. <laughs> Okay, let's change the subject then. No, it's not. <laughs> she really said, how would you how fuck would you me? Fuck me? <laughs> very softly, very deeply, very deeply. Uh, You'd be stretched in I ways you never the, I know, right? <laughs> the real question would be, how would you want to get fucked by me? Just imagine it. You don't have to say it. I've seen it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Let's get back to rope. Whew, uh, can you feel the temperature change on the skin if there is an adequate, inadequate blood flow um, in a specific part of the body that maybe you've found? Um, you're going to go with visual first because you will always lose the coloring. The, the red blood cells uh, would be restricted to the appendage so if you're tying the arm or the leg or i mean let's say your arm your the cyanosis or the blueness would come to your fingertips first to the beds of your nails first which means your your veins are not bringing the unoxygenated blood back to your heart or your lungs and your heart to to redistribute to oxygenate so the first thing you would actually see is the color change so your fingernail beds would turn white or white. that bluish white? Yeah. And then the capillary refill there, when you squeeze it uh-huh. and you let go, it turns red again. It goes from a white to a red uh-huh. within two seconds. That would stop. It would turn, it would, you'd push your fingernail down and when you let go, it would stay white. That means that there's restricted blood flow there and you would want to reposition the model. Okay, my fingers are staying white. You need to reposition me. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes um, it feels a little cold, too, because mm-hmm. I've been in the position where I had friends that were practicing rope, and I looked over, and I was like, ah, uh, your fingers look weird. And I reached over to see are. if they would go, and but I felt how cold they were right. before I even saw the visual of the, like, their fingers not turning pinkish again mm-hmm. with blood so, flow. So color change and temperature 
change well, our you would have co- the you do by the color change, change first. first. This yeah. this one was obviously they had the bottom must have been like that for a while for and a didn't bit. say oh. anything. And that I think you hit it there, um, Princess Anemic Princess. Um, it's the communication you have with your model. It's got to be there. That safety, that security, mm-hmm. that 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 the, the the bottom being able to say, "Hold on, this does not feel right. Please adjust." If you don't have that, you shouldn't be playing with that person. Yeah. I would feel like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I would think that when it comes to rope, there has to be a little bit more self-advocacy on the bottom side than I would say with other types of scenes, especially like, you know, because other scenes, especially if we're talking like impact or anything else like that, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more of a willingness to communicate from the bottom if they mm-hmm. feel like something's a little bit off because I feel like some of that damage is, that you can get from rope can be more permanent, right. personally. I, I don't know if that's true or not. It's but. very true, and I'm going to add something to this. Think about it. Usually to play with somebody with rope, it takes a long time to put the rope on them. Well, guess what? It's the same thing on the back end. It takes a long time to take the rope off. So if you, mm-hmm. ha- if you do have an emergency, you got to be ready to cut that rope you yeah. have to um and you have to have a good pair of shears and i'm not talking about the two dollar ones that you get from amazon that look like medical shears invest in some gerber or some uh, i guess i should have brought mine out of my bag like in medical grade medical grade mm-hmm. shears. ambulance shears yeah. or something definitely because I, I would rather pay for that than and have success cutting the rope off instantly than spending time like trying with these flimsy things to cut this or worse rope. spending time with an interrogator trying to explain how you accidentally killed somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and as you get used to being tied with your partner you do get you do get an idea of uh, how much longer you can hold that position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I used to, with Lord Rooster all the time, I would be like, you got about 15 more minutes with me in this position. And then he would do something, loosen my arms, change the position, tie me again, and move, and then continue on with whatever he was doing. And then I'd be like, okay. Because I, I move around a lot. Because mm-hmm. I have... I'm old, guys. I, I got to move <laughs> around a lot. Um yeah, so I just reached in my bag really quick, Ooh. and I got these. Oh, wow, these out. are Leathermen. Like, when I told you guys, if I'm going to do something, I, I, I buy the Cadillac shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that you have to go out and get Leathermen, but Leathermen is a good, reliable brand. And in case of emergency, every time I tie, these are, I know where they're at. I usually hang them um, with some small stuff, some, and I hang them in a corner somewhere where, where they're, they're within arm's reach and then not only that but whoever the dm is i also let them know hey these scissors are here in case of an emergency we call for them you know we can use them mm-hmm. they're so smooth yeah, yeah. Those heavy smooth. duty things yeah. so as i was saying sorry um those were those are really neat you can look them up they're leatherman what medical grade cheers mm-hmm. emts emts um so just for knowledge for people who don't know, you, you do get used to getting tied and you do get to that point where you can be like, yeah, five minutes. 
five minutes and you got to let me go. Now, Lord Rooster used to do these really cool release knots Mm -hmm. where part of me could stay tied, but he could release my arms at any time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I have the most trouble is my arms and shoulders. So he would release my arms and he'd reposition them and then tie me again. But the rest of me, my legs would still be tied. My, I don't know, my torso would still be tied, but my arms could be untied. Um, and it was really cool to be able to, to know my body well enough and to vocalize it. So just. And I think you said the same thing I said to enemy princes. It's the communication. Mm-hmm. And as the bottom, as the, as the muse being able to say, hey, this does not feel good. In order for us to continue, we have to make an adjustment. Yeah. That brings up a good point, too, because <clears throat> consent can change based on the length of time that it takes to tie, too. Like, mm-hmm. somebody might be fully willing to, like, yes, tie me up, do whatever you want. Well, hopefully they didn't say that. But they say, yes, I agree to being tied up. Let's do this, um, and we'll aim for, like, 20 minutes. Say, so, okay, cool. Five minutes into it, they could have an, something happened where – all of a sudden, that's not okay. They're having a panic attack or anxiety or something because of for things that they didn't know they were going to experience. Mm-hmm. So, or they could just be bloated that day. <laughs> okay, right. well that's a little less dramatic. But. I know, but you know, I'm, I'm just saying, like it could be something as simple as just kind of like, oh, and maybe normal. Like I would say that there are probably bottoms that are like, man, normally I could take this, but this is just I had McDonald's earlier, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe fair. I can't have that much pressure right there yeah, after all. We we get back to the standard definition, right? Yellow, green, or red. Like if yeah. you're yellowing, hey adjust this fix this and if it's a red i i just cannot continue just it's okay to say stop or it's okay to say red mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like um and i feel like we may have talked about this on the podcast before but especially um i guess newer bottoms may have some sort of perception especially when they when they think about kink in general i think most people's brains go to like impact right and they're probably thinking like i want to take as much as this person will will give me and so i know like for those folks sometimes they think about that they're like i have to take as much as this person will give me and that will keep them from safe wording so maybe with rope work it's not always meant to be painful sometimes it is if you're sadistic like this one across the table for me mm-hmm. but <laughs> but you know when it comes to restraint maybe they might have even further insecurity about you know, advocating for themselves and saying something doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, you to know? be honest with you, honestly, I myself as 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 a top, I I would not want to play with somebody who is not okay to say for themselves. Say, mm-hmm. hey, hold on, like it's their body, and I'm learning it. I'm trying to understand it. And they feel the pain, what's pleasurable pain, what's a pleasurable tightness, if it's too constricting, if it's not tight enough, if the knot is laying in the wrong side where you're laying on it on the back, it could be readjusted. I need the time. I need that time because it's playing with rope is very time consuming. And I come out of that thing that I tell the model, you will get sweat on you. Are you okay with a drop of sweat hitting your arm or something like that because it is intense and there is a lot of labor to mm-hmm. try to move the model because it's basically dead weight. She's yeah. not helping you or he's not helping you and you have to position them 
the way you want to position them. And I'm not a big guy, and that's a lot of weight. Um, so you will be sweating, and you have to say, hey, this does not feel good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's, like I was saying before, the amount of, I feel like you're, of self-advocacy the bottom has to be willing to do has to be a lot more in this regard. It's all about the model. Yeah. It's not even about the top or the rope. It's all about the model. I feel like when it comes to rope, <clears throat> there's a bigger chance of somebody asking to be tied up and, and not understanding that their consent is changeable. Their their desire to continue can, can stop at any time. Like a, they might go into it thinking, Well, I told them I'm okay with being tied up, so I'm it's up to it's in their hands now. Like mm-hmm. I'll just throw I'll just let them do whatever they want, which you can probably do with somebody of like your caliber, but I wouldn't want to do with somebody who's like, Hey, I just got some rope. I want to learn how to do it. You want to come bottom for me? Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, <laughs> like that's not going to happen. Yeah. But I, but I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that don't realize that your consent is up to you. Yes. Yeah. All times. It can change at any time without any repercussions from anybody. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. The bottom I don't want to say is in charge, but the bottom is in charge. Yeah. It's her body or, or their body, and we're just trying to learn it. Yeah. Well, this was a fun topic. It was. Yeah. I really like that. Rope is scary. And informative. <laughs> and I can't wait to get back to class and be able to have community events where we can share, learn, and teach each other's way what we've learned and grow so i would like to have a word of the episode oh are we doing that yes let's let's have a word of the episode Mm, and i'm going word i was gonna say i'm gonna hand it over to you what's what's going to be our word of the episode for one final last time i think the word should be dildo What is up with that? Mm. What is up with that? Nothing. Dildo. Mm-hmm. Dildo? Why are you turning red, <laughs> Stop. Lala? Stop. Hey. Hey. We have a kink. We no, do. we don't. We don't? Yes, we do. No, no kinks We have a are kink allowed. of the week. No kinks are allowed? No kinks are allowed. <laughs> On this podcast? This podcast. We have to rebrand immediately. Exactly. <laughs> kink fetish of the week. Oh, but what was the word of the day again? Or the word of the week? The word of the today? The word of the episode. The today. Yeah. The yeah. secret word? Yeah. What's what's the I secret was, word? I thought it was dildo. Was it? Was it dildo? I was trying to get Lala to tell me, but oh apparently my God. she's not going. Oh, look at her. Look at her. Stop it. Dildo. Stop it. Oh my god. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on down there, Lala? Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> Lala, stop. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about spanking, because that is our kink fetish of the week. Oh. Well, tell us about it, Lala. I don't know anything about it. Um. So, do you guys want to hear about the first time I got spanked? Uh, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> the first maybe, time you could remember? Maybe, not, maybe not, as an adult. Maybe the first time you consented to it. Yes, Let's, as an yeah, adult consented. Um, I was 29-ish, I think. And, and it was really... I was so, you know, my face turned all red and flushy, and I was so embarrassed. Seen that a few times tonight. Mm. I just got put over his lap. Oh. 
Yeah, mm. on my couch in my living room, and he just started to spank me, just like, like soft little spanks. Was it random? Was, yeah, was it something you agreed to, or was it just? You know, there were a lot of things that I didn't know or tried, mm-hmm. hadn't tried, and he just like he gave me my first vibrator, mm-hmm. and he gave me this pearl thing. It was like a clamshell with a pearl that vibrated, and it's supposed to stimulate your clit, um, okay. in your panties type thing. Oh, right. And he wanted to watch me use these things that I've never used before, ever, ever in my life. Is this the same person who put you on display and left? Oh. I don't know. What on like a about? like a couch or a mattress or something, like and they left the door open? Oh no, that was someone else. Oh, okay. Um no that was in college. <laughs> no, this is As I grab my notebook and take notes. <laughs> this is after college. Um yeah, this is after college. Um, yeah, no, I'd never been spanked before, and that was my first, it was just, like, it, it was shock talk. <laughs> Did you? Oh, well, then that answers that question. Yeah, there we go. I was going to ask if you enjoyed it, but now I know. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. But I was embarrassed, because it was, like, I didn't, I was an adult, but I was being spanked. It was pleasurable, but it was. Were you naughty, though? I, I don't think so. I think he just wanted me to know what a spanking felt like. Was it like sensual? It was sensual. Okay. It was very sensual. See, and I'm, I'm sure it led to lots of other fun things. Yeah. I I'm don't remember a, specifically. I'm more into like disciplinarian, like play, like mm, you've been a naughty girl and, you know. You oh, some role play? Yeah. You want to role play? Come over here and get your spankings kind I like of that thing. Too. Like, mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend who, you know, professed to be kinky and then pulled me away from the group because that's what they did. They got intimidated when they met. Mm-hmm. Um, shock doc <laughs> frankly and um <laughs> hi shock <laughs> we love you shock um uh and would use a hairbrush if i did something mm. wrong and i do that in finger quotes wrong they mm. would use a hairbrush as my punishment spanking and uh, i can tell you i hated it really i hated it you know lala it didn't make me stop hmm but i hated it you got me thinking about my first time I got spanked. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With a hairbrush? No. It was actually with a paddle. Believe it or not, it was with the paddle. By, as an adult? No. As a child? Yeah. I got spanked with a paddle when I was a child, yeah, too. Yeah, the, the principal. At school, yeah. At school. You did? Yeah. The principal? The principal. Now that you, yeah. Principal and, did and, ours, too. And believe what? it or not, guess what? I did yep. not cry. Were they mad that you didn't cry? I don't know. Did they but, take it as a challenge and spank you more? Well, it was only two. You were only allowed to give two that, that Two time. years old? No, not two years old. Two oh, swats. Only two swats? Yeah. I guess school policy back then. Lots of change wow. between now and then. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, the worst I've seen. Like, I, there was a teacher who took away one of my pictures, and she almost got fired for it And when I was in second grade. But y'all were getting spanked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't get spanked. I had to do sentences. And thinking about it right now, like, I think I might have enjoyed it. Ooh, does that mean I can spank you? No, maybe, maybe I got thinking oh. about it right now. Thinking about I it. I think I can, we can do spank this him. Hot for teacher That's, thing. We have no. the whiteboard. Yeah. I'll be the. I'll the be whiteboard. your teacher. No, 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 no. Back up, guys. Like really, really. I'm, I'm, I'm being vulnerable here. Okay. We're very serious. I, I, we're being very serious. We'll I help you. I think that's why I couldn't walk out because that was also the first time that I got a boner. How oh. old were you? Well, I don't know. Sixth grade. Fuck. I don't know. What, sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade. Sorry. Sixth grade. Did you go to a private school? Yes. How? 
you how old and are I you? Got out of there, and I think you would I have been like eleven adjust. or twelve. What year was that? I think I had to adjust my small penis. What I year was that? that? I think he's telling us a story. What year was that? I don't. I can't even tell you what year it is right now. It's two thousand twenty-four. No, <laughs> two thousand twenty-four. Yes, but that's what I was thinking. I honestly got you a Woody. You got spanked? Was and it a Catholic school? Woody. And my first Woody. Was it a Catholic school? Like, attention soldier. I'm listening. <laughs> Catholic school? Let's talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to know everyone else's first time getting spanked. As an adult, not as a child. But I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go ahead, Thee? He's thinking. Think, think, think. Thinkity, think, think. Think. It's not a good story. It is. It's it not. Already. It's, it's really not always a good, a good story. story. Look at the smile Look on your at face. That smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Did you get spanked or did you give a spank? I think you can I got tell spanked. either story. You said when we get spanked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was that, the, the first time we got let's spanked. Let's hear it. So, uh, somebody I was dating, I won't say an ex or anything, but like they wanted, they asked if they could, if I'd been spanked, ever, ever been spanked. And I said, no, not like that. He said, well, do you want to? And I said, no. I said, I'm not into, like, pain. Like, you pain me, then I'm just turned off. Like, it's just like a light switch. Like, no. And so they tried it, and that's exactly what happened. I was just like, that was dumb. Very dumb. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to go and leave now. So there, nothing came of it. Like, I didn't. And so I went for years thinking that pain had no had nothing for me mm. until this community showed me otherwise mm-hmm. and not on purpose like nobody said let me do something painful to you like because i was i just didn't i was like no i didn't want anything like that but it was just a random like hey do that to me i just want to see real quick and it was it well this wasn't even spanking we're past the spanking bar but nothing nothing happened in spanking thing so like i said dumb story what do you think about spanking now? I don't know. I haven't been spanked. Mm. Was it with a hand or a tool? It was a, a not a brush, a paddle. Well, you know, you should talk to Posh. Did it hurt? We can fix that. It was <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> did you? Did it hurt though? Well, one, they didn't know what they were doing. Oh. Like I've seen people spank here in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had no idea what they were doing. So it was just like a random spanking that you would like. I don't know how to explain it. It was there was no tact to it. There was mm-hmm. no layers to it. It was just like a smack, smack, smack. Are you, how was that? Is that good? And like, no. Mm-mm. They didn't even warm you up. No, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So it was just completely. <sighs> All right, anemic. Your first time being spanked as an adult. Well, I'm I'm trying to think because I have a real fat ass. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, like you know. Since I was a teenager, just my male friends who, you know, have learned better now, obviously, used to just go and, like, swat on my ass or something like that. So I knew that I liked it. So, like, with partners as an adult, I just, I I can't really think of a first time that it happened as an adult. But I will say, and I don't even know if Giganto remembers this, there was a day where we were, like, we were, like, you know, we're having sex all day and he was doing impact on me. And I was, like, so incredibly, like, worked up and turned on that he just got to, like, spanking me. 
And there was at one point, because he has big hands, right? He got me kind of like in the middle, right? So he got both of my cheeks at once, but it like reverberated up to my pussy and I came so hard. And I was like, I just came from being spanked. And I remember I looked at him like, you fucking wizard. <laughs> like, how did you do that? He was acting like he knew what he did. Look, I know look at he. It looks like he has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, he probably knows. He was just like, yeah, that was a total fluke. Hi, Shark Boy. We're talking about you. I didn't know that was about me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking about you making me come. Thank you. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, first time you spanked someone, thief. Um, it was so. It was a mutual spanking that went on for a long time. It took place at a workplace um, with a coworker. And it was using wet towels <laughs> that we'd snap each other with. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it went from some weird, like, just snap for pain to, you like that? Yeah. Okay. Then we'll just get each other every once in a while. And it, it turned into like a, I, I, don't, I shouldn't say sexual, but it had like a very sexual sense to it like i mean it was like it was heavily dripping in like desire kind of like kinky fun play even though nothing ever came of it like Mm -hmm. from it like it just i don't know how to explain it it just was what it was Hmm. and i would say that would probably be that might even be a better answer for my first time being spanked although it wasn't a traditional spanking Mm mm-hmm so it was just snaps, but. Hmm. Jay, do you remember the first spanking you gave? Mm, the first spanking I gave was, I was uh, in the military, and um, I do remember dating this lady, and we were intimate, um, doggy style with her face down in the pillow, boobs barely touching, nipples the bed, but really up high. I'm like not squatting, but like on my feet, like with my knees bent and I'm inside her going like straight down, like pile driving straight down. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I, mean, I did not know what kink was back then. Right. Um, and she said, spank me, hit me. And I'm like, what the hell? Like spanky, like hit you. So like, yeah, spank me while you're fucking me. Spank me. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know back then. Right. So I spanked her, and she corrected me uh, lower because I, I, I hit her, like, right. I like towards the top. To, right where the bony area is oh, on the top, yeah, I right? That. And I, fuck, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. She's a, a lot lower. And then she said, cup it and come up from the bottom, not from the top. So I cupped it. And back then, I mean, I was working out. I was eating. I was like, it was scrawny, still little me, but there was a lot of muscle. Uh-huh. Like in the military, all you do is like work out and eat and work out and eat. And man, I let her, like, I gave it all I got. My hand was numb. And every time that I would hit her, like her pussy, like, like squeezed me out, like, Whoa. like milked me. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like pulled, like it gets tight and then spits your 
uh-huh, cock out, uh-huh. and then you try to like thrust back in, and it's still tight. Uh huh. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and then you're corrupted after then. <laughs> yes. That's funny. So that was my first time officially spanking somebody. Lala. Um, when we had our very first dungeon, which was way on the other side of town, uh, there was a gentleman who, he was a bigger guy, kind of remind me, uh, like size of, of shark boy. And if you don't know who shark boy is too bad, um, <laughs> just a taller, bigger guy than me. I'm, I'm kind of little, I guess. Yeah. You're definitely a, a small size guy. I'm short. Yeah. Anyway, um, we both showed up to an event wearing leather pants or pleather pants or whatever, right? And so... What do you mean, whatever? Pleather or leather. Huge difference. I don't remember. They were black, shiny, tight... Vegan leather. Pants. There's no such thing as vegan leather. They were... Let's just go with pleather. They were pleather pants. We were both wearing pleather pants. They were skin (laughs) freaking tight. And Mm. I don't know why, but we just started hitting each other with again with those pants on like and we just would wrestle and and we were laughing so hard but we were spanking as hard as we could too just like he'd get me and i'd run around and get him and it just was like the funnest silliest youthful experience that i could tell you and it was innocent but but it was fun this was Mm -hmm. a band camp (laughs) <laughs> no, this was at the dungeon oh okay <laughs> and it might have been when we were building the dungeon and like one of the very first events and there were just not that many people there and kind of a lot of lot more chatting and talking and playing the slut game rather than actual scening mm-hmm. but um that was really fun yeah but the real one the like first true spanking i believe was probably greedy me spanking greedy with when you were with, forced to with his mistress <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> yep. i'm not gonna say forced but yeah well i mean, I mean playfully heavily yes, encouraged playfully, like yeah. we have cookies come and get the cookies lala eat the cookies yeah <laughs> anemic first time you spanked someone uh, it was during our uh, the spanking event. We used to have at the dungeon. It was was it spanks a lot? Spanks a lot. Yeah, that was the first time I ever did it because that was the first time I learned how to properly spank someone, and I was like super into it after that. So it was it was super fun, and I got to spank a lot of butts. I can say I've never been to that. It it was pretty. Fun. It was a good good crowd of people that are there, and they really know what they're doing. And, and believe I it or not, tips. and believe it or not, there was a lot of spankies there, like that wanted to be spanked. <laughs> I remember who led it, and he had some like he had uh, big hands, big hands, big hands. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did pitcher mitt hands. Yeah, you know what? I really almost pictured? as big as bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember him like swatting people. And, and he the push whole, you. Yeah. And the whole, um, what is it? The, the, the horse. The horse. Or, uh-huh. Like would scoot five, six inches forward. Yeah. 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 He oh, got, yeah. he got me good one time and I thought I was going to go over the side of it. Cause he, cause he told me, he was like, I need you to like brace yourself. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I've seen what you've done to other people. <laughs> I was like really on there, but I was really concerned that I was going to go over the other side. Yeah. <laughs> cause he, he is hard. He's real good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do we want to share our best and worst times? I don't know that I can remember any. I, I mean, don't really have anything for that either. I don't either. really remember. I already basically shared my best Yeah, time I feel like I did too. Oh, and I kind of yeah. said my worst was the stupid hairbrush. Yeah. I was like, the, the worst times for me are just every time I go on a hookup with some guy who was just, he's like, oh yeah, I'm totally kinky. And he gives you like two taps and he's done in two minutes. Those are probably the assortment of my worst times. What, what, done in two <laughs> minutes? Like dated. sexually done? <laughs> oh, shut up. Wait, <laughs> sexually done in two minutes? Yes. What? Two minutes? What? That's like four times. <laughs> yeah. But they do like a little like, yeah, you like that? Tap, tap. Like barely brush your ass and like, haha, I'm spanking you. And I'm done. Okay, where's your Uber? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Promised yeah. me all this big game and eh. I've been there. I've been that person before. Not with you, but I mean, in general. Well, if you ever Sometimes turn out to be just... that person again, like, because that happens, right? But, you know, you could at least fucking put some work in and get me that's, off, too. That's like, the thing is, is now, if that happens, then it's it's all about sliding that one under the rug. And we're just going to take care of you for about an hour and a half, two hours, you know, yeah. however long we've got. Or exactly. why wouldn't you just say, wow, that I wasn't expecting it to happen that fast. Let's hang out and try again in an hour. Right? Like, that's like, what they should probably say. But at that yeah. point, I was so pissed by their little, like, tap, tap. And I'm like, what the fuck well, is that? Well, maybe they were hoping that you would be like, look, biatch, this is how you do it. And they turn tables on them. To be fair, I was not a top back then. Oh, so. okay. could have been embarrassed, too. You know, just like, holy shit, that just fucking happened. This only happens in the movies and to, like, my friends. I got to go. Like, I'm going to go And that hide. apple pie. <laughs> yeah, no, they they seemed entirely Rubarb. too fucking proud of that. And I'm like, oh, that was oh, not a. Then that was sad. They were not proud, proud of that. They're like, oh, that happened. Like they were just like, hell yeah, I got my nut in. Like that was very much like the reaction that they tended to have. It was only like maybe I've only had a bad experience with maybe like two or three guys, realistically. Um, it's part of the reason why I have a hard time doing hookups because I'm like, mm, very few of them have panned out with me actually finishing, which. I don't know. You can ask Gigantor. It's not a difficult task to get me to get off. So if like you can't get me off, then you're kind of hopeless. So is it like I could get you is off? It, is it easier to use, is it easier to use a dildo <laughs> when, um, to get you off? Wow! Look at your squirming Stop over it. there. What's going on? We gotta go. We gotta end the show. It's been on for like eight hours. I feel like. Yep. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. You're so tired. Why are you sweating, Lala? I'm not yeah. sweating. What was the um anymore for the, for the listeners one more time? What was the stop? Today's word? Yeah, the, the word. Stop. The, stop. <laughs> Wait, you don't want us to tell the listeners the word? No. they forgot. I can't remember. Sorry, either. listeners. We can't tell you the word anymore because Lala wants to be hydrated. Bye. <laughs>